Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Gateways to Cinema, the spin-off of the far more popular podcast reboot already underway. Uh, I don't have a spin I used to do, like, a spin-off yeah, thing. Well, I, don't, I don't have one. It's probably going to end just because I can't think of any more We're running spin-off. Out. We're running Young out. Sheldon. I'm sure we did that We, we have done Young Sheldon. What's the, what's the newest spin-off this, this uh, Mixed season? Mixed Dish. Mixed Dish. The Mixed Dish. That's hard to say. I never realized how hard that is to say until I tried to say it out loud right now. The Mixed Dish to mixed-ish. the podcast's Blackish. Yeah. To the podcast's... Grownish. Grownish. Yeah. What? Not good names. <laughs> like... They like, stick out, but they get worse as they go Yeah, like, like Blackish was <laughs> yeah. fine, but then, uh, again, Mixed-ish. Really hard to say. Yeah. Watch the pilot. Fairly solid pilot, at least in terms of this pilot season. But, um... Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, too tough to say the name. And that's why it's bad. <laughs> no, that's not true. <laughs> anyway, I am, uh, I'm your host, Aaron Hahn, joined as always by Jacob Lacey. I usually do a quote, don't I? Is this how, this, is this, how this show it's works? It's been a long time. <laughs> it's actually only been a week. Well, yeah, but, you know, we didn't um, do the regular thing last week. I don't know. So. I don't, uh, well, we don't need to, we, we obviously don't need to be beholden to these uh, traditions. Wow. Because we just skip them whenever we, uh... Something about... Forget. Everybody, act normal. I can do it. I could be a Gene Wilder. Well, yeah. You, you got it, yeah. <laughs> It's that easy. Mm. Um, yeah. We are, once again, looking at a film from the list of 100 movies I made for Lacey to watch. Films that are interesting introductions to the larger world of cinema. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this week, we're covering our third Mel Brooks film on this list. Again, the list was not made with a podcast in mind. <laughs> we're covering a lot of the same territory. Yeah. Uh, I feel like I'm lying when I say the the list is an introduction to the larger world of cinema, when it's just like, hey, these are my favorite movies. <laughs> but, you know, this is what I've decided to stick with. So Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, because it's just a list of some of my favorite movies, this is our third Mel Brooks movie. <laughs> Uh, Young Frankenstein. It sure is. It sure is. Uh, in the spirit of uh, the Adams Family, because we also saw that. That was a movie. Oh, yeah. That's why we did <laughs> That's this. That's why we did this. <laughs> why we saw the Adams Family, that one's, uh, that question is still unanswered. You have to. Better than you'd expect. Sure. As much as that means anything. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll give the people that, you know. If you're expecting it to be awful, it is. But also, there's some moments. Yeah. Well, he's not wrong. So, uh, yeah, back at the topic at hand. Uh, yeah, Young Frankenstein. <laughs> Young Frankenstein. So, the, yeah, this is our third Mel Brooks film on the podcast. Covered Blazing Saddles and Robin Hood Men in Tights previously. And uh, had, uh, had, very rea- had different... Success. Yeah. <laughs> So this is this is essentially our tiebreaker uh, yeah. on uh, on Lacey's opinion of uh, Mel Brooks's uh, movies, I guess. Mm-hmm. Not that I've seen them all or anything, but I have seen Spaceballs as well. You've seen? Spaceballs. I don't yeah. like Spaceballs. Yeah, Spaceballs is. I like Spaceballs. Most people do. I. Well, I'll get to my theory in spoilers. Okay. Yeah. Well, <laughs> right. As much as one cares about spoilers of Young Frankenstein. Yeah, I guess. But uh, start off. Uh, this is the tiebreaker. You gotta give me your initial thoughts on whether you like this movie or not. Well, I had no inside knowledge on this except for a few quotes because at the throwback cinema or whatever, right? At, they always they play this movie like once a year, so I've seen like 
brief little clips from it. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't like this very much at all. <laughs> it has like four or five really good moments. Yeah. Outside, this isn't the problem, I think, with Mel Brooks for me. And I, I appreciate that everyone else likes him so much. He's just so hit or miss with me. It's like, there is no in-between joke with me. It's just either like, that's a good one. Or it's like, that's really stupid. I, I Sure, I don't think that's that much different from most comedies, though, where it's like, you know, hit or miss. Fair, I suppose. This is just seems like the peaks and the valleys are so much further <laughs> apart. Like, there are some really funny jokes in this movie. Yeah. But then there's so much that's like... Don't you think it's funny that Gene Wilder has a big willy? Wow. Were you, were you saving that one? <laughs> no, but I was trying to censor myself. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I heard you laughing a little yeah. bit throughout the film, and then there were other jokes where it's like both of us were just like dead silent. Yeah. And I was like... Oh, mm. The pacing but, is weird for this movie, too. It like, it does that horrible thing that co- like bad comedies do, where they do like... they. They, like, do a cutaway to a different scene, but they end on a joke that's not funny. Yeah. And it's just like, and then it just gives you, like, too much time to think about the bad joke. You're like, this is really souring this experience. If it was, like, that bad joke, and there was something that was at least mildly funny, and then you switch into something else, it'd be like, okay. But the pacing's just so weird in this movie. It, it is it's definitely, I, and I think it also... Uh... I, I've seen this movie before. It's been a long time since I've seen this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, this is this is a movie uh, my dad would show me all the time. He really he really loves this movie. Your dad really let you watch the weirdest things as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you're not wrong. Uh, what were we just talking about? When Robin we Hood talking? Men and Tights. Oh yeah, Robin Hood Men and Tights. Yeah, okay, yeah. We were literally just talking about this. But yeah, he he really likes this movie. So I watched it all the time as a kid, but I haven't seen it in years. Mm-hmm. At least not in its entirety. Uh, so in a sense, I'm coming at this with like kind of like a somewhat fresh opinion as well. And I will agree that the pacing is kind of weird. That it, yeah. I, I think it's longer than it needs to be. Definitely, there's like so much filler in this movie. And I, yeah. I, 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 it's not necessarily filler. I, I honestly, I don't think it's the filler. I think it's the fact that they try to do, they try to go through like the entire plot of Frankenstein. Mm-hmm. I think with comedies, I'm less concerned about, like, I want more jokes and less, less story. Spot, yeah. Yeah. And that's how I feel with this one, where it's like, you don't need to do the entire Frankenstein story. Like, I get you're trying to, to parody the, the movie, but, like, right. you know, we don't, we don't need the whole thing. Well, and I will say, in comparison to other comedies, this at least stands a couple heads and shoulders above, just because every joke that, even if I'm like, I don't think that's personally funny, I, like recognize it as a joke (laughs) you know like there's so much stuff that's like and i mentioned this when talking about the adams family where it's like have you seen it it's pretty it's pretty scary and then that's the joke that's not a joke that's just you referencing something at least everything in young frankenstein is a joke whether or not it's funny (laughs) so And, and whether or not you get the reference to like for those limited times where they are just like directly spoofing a moment from right the original films like i'm I'm saying like you don't need to know that original film in order for the joke to land right that's something that uh 
And then we talked about that on Robin Hood Men in Tights as well, because yeah. I had not seen Adventures of Robin Hood the first time I watched it, and then when I watched Adventures of Robin Hood, I was like, oh, that's where they got the joke from. Um, but so that's, that's definitely yeah. something Mel Brooks does much better than any other uh, parody but, uh, filmmaker. <laughs> the Robin Hood Men in Tights is where it like, really fought. What, what was first, Blazing Saddles or Young Frankenstein? I think Blazing Saddles. That they, makes I mean, sense they both came me. out the same year. Oh, really? Uh, wow. Yeah. So I don't remember which is first. Yeah, they were they were both 1974 though. Wow, that's weird. Um, but but once you get to Robin Hood Men in Tights, he's like, "Let me pump up my shoes." Like, oh my god, <laughs> what is this? Yeah, yeah. And Robin Hood Men in Tights. When was that? Was that early 90s? It was right? like like 93, 90, 91 or something. I'll look it up. Um, yeah, so I, I, that, that was definitely on the you know tail end of uh, Mel Brooks's career, and you could kind of feel he's a bit tired out. I mean, honestly, he, he comes out strong right out of the gate with uh, Blazing Saddles and Young Frankenstein, and then mm-hmm. uh, kind of never got back from that. 93. Yeah, 93, yeah. yeah. I've, seen, I've seen Spaceballs. Um, I've seen... Dracula Dead and Loving It, which is not good at all. That's um, a horrible name. So. Yeah. And I've seen High Anxiety. Okay, um, I don't know that one. That's like his Hitchcock parody. Did you, you, no. did you know? Yeah, he did, a, he did a Hitchcock parody, yeah. Um, as far as I remember, that one's okay. I'm sure it's going to be like all of these Mel Brooks movies that we rewatch where it's like... You know, as a kid, obviously you were entertained by it because it's just a goofy movie. And that's movie my theory. That. That's really my theory. I'm like, if I would have seen this as a kid, I probably would have really thought it was funny. And same with Robin Hood Men in Tights. Probably not Blazing Saddles. I think Blazing Saddles is probably one that holds up the best. Absolutely, absolutely. Like, that... I don't know. There's just... I think because Blazing Saddles has the perfect combination of where it's like... it ha- It's funny, but it also has like... The jokes are too like they they work towards a larger purpose, right? Essentially. And it has like it, it it's it, it's more in service of the jokes than it is in the service of parody, I suppose. Right? Like there is parody of in it, but it it's mostly just like let's make you laugh, you know. Um, I don't know. Yeah, but um, that's that's the theory. Is like everyone that my girlfriend loves Mel Brooks. Yeah. Thinks these movies are hilarious. And I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they just, in, in our friend Mallory, they yeah. like, so, but again, they were showing them as kids. So like, I just feel like, so is that your theory? Is that the theory you were talking about? Yeah. Like if you've seen this as a kid, I think you like it and you can kind of put away the like parts that aren't so funny because, and the other thing is it's like super dad humor. Yeah. Like, some of it's just like, oh my god, alright. And I mean, I love that stuff. Like, I, I'm i a big proponent for dad jokes. Yeah. But... Oh, don't we know it. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm on this podcast. But, um, there's something about it just not translating in film. Like, they're funny for a good length. Eh, that's, that's stupid. That's why I say them. Because I think it's so stupid. But in a movie... Your goal isn't to be so stupid. Your goal is to be so funny. I, I guess you could argue that. I, I don't know. I'm I'm kind of kind of fan of those movies that are just uh, just as goofy as possible. <laughs> there's like you know, the, there's just... the werewolves joke, and I'm just like, <laughs> oh my god! Like maybe in the time this was hilarious, but now like, and maybe that's the problem. Maybe Dad's ruined this movie. 
I, I don't know. Yeah, that's maybe a, dads that's, ruined that, Mel Brooks. That, that's a hot take right there. <laughs> because think of every dad you know. I guarantee you, they've at least quoted one of Mel Brooks movies at least once. Now I'm trying. I'm just trying to think about every dad I know. I guess <laughs> I've never really just kind of conceived of the people in my social circle that but way. That being said, I don't Single think my dad has, ever, has never quoted any of these movies. But I don't think he's ever seen them. Yeah, I don't think he likes them. I think he saw Spaceballs. He was like, "I'm good." <laughs> so maybe that's why too. It might just be how you're raised. What kind of humor you're raised around? I, my stepdad. Yeah. Quotes. Quotes. Uh, Mel Brooks. Or? Mel Brooks. Yeah. Uh, he he quotes the um, the Blazing Saddles one all the time. The badges. We don't need no stinking badges. Well, I mean that's from uh, is it Treasure of Sierra Madre. Well, I hate this. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that he just stole a joke. Then <laughs> this is garbage. <laughs> but yeah, I think Dad's ruined Mel Brooks. <laughs> yeah, that, that that's a take. I this mean, is wow. my hot take. Wow. Dads, be better. Wow. We're going to get into Lacey's father issues once again on this podcast. <laughs> again, my dad's clean. He's good. <laughs> oh, oh, it's the dads who do show Mel Brooks. They're yeah. the problem. Yeah. Okay. No, exactly. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So it's my father issues yeah. this time around. <laughs> Aaron, let's get... I'm on the couch. Yeah, let's get you. The couch is right there. Let's do this. Ooh, classic, classic uh, therapy switch around. Mm, Happens mm, all the time. The old switcheroo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Obviously, if you like... Well, Brooks, that's perfectly fine. I just, I don't think he clicks with me. Well, then, I'm sorry I put three of his films on this list for you. (laughs) And again, I think there's, like, more to like than dislike in this movie, but it's definitely one that I could probably just watch clips from on YouTube and get the same amount of enjoyment from it. I'm like, that scene's funny, but, like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But Blazing Saddles, that's yeah. a good one. Blazing Saddles, that's a good one. It's definitely his best one. His, uh, his best one that he still goes completely off the rails with at the end. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he does. <laughs> he, like, has no way to rein it in at all. <laughs> and, like, there's something to be said for that absurdist style comedy. I like some of that. Like, that's literally all Spongebob is. It's just the most absurd stuff ever. Right. But, again, I grew up with Spongebob. I didn't grow up with Young Frankenstein, so I don't know. I, I, yeah, I don't know what to tell you. Young about. Frankenstein is the Jake Paul of the seventies, <laughs> and that he's not funny. But if you're a kid, you think he's the best. Oh, I love Mel Brooks. He's the mastermind of the generation. <laughs> I think you're really. Uh... <laughs> Discrediting a lot of uh, a lot of kids these days that uh, are better than that, you know. Kids love Jake Paul. Do they? My little sister's not fans, but they're like everyone at school talks about Jake and Logan Paul all the time. Hmm. I don't know. This is uh, it's kind of secondhand information. That That's way. true. No, it's That's it's true. anecdotal, and I and it's, it's not supported by science. Just because you don't <laughs> want to believe kids like Jake Paul does not mean they don't like him. <laughs> and reality is whatever we uh, we make. <laughs> Are we ever going to talk about this movie? I, obviously, I don't think Mel Brooks is like Jake Paul. There's real talent behind Mel Brooks, obviously. 
I'm just saying the most inflammatory things I can think of. Well, it is a podcast. But yeah, so exactly. You get it. Where would we be without an uh, inflammatory uh, podcast on SNL? Can I make that joke? I don't know if he's gonna cut that or not, but if he leaves it in, he uh, he just walked out for good. He walked out for cigarettes, and he's uh, never coming back. <laughs> that was the exterior door too. <laughs> no, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway. <laughs> Um, I love a good walkout. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, Young Frankenstein. Can we talk about spoilers, I guess? I, yeah, I mean, you, you said you were saving your theory for um, yeah, but it, So I figured at some really. point we were just... Uh, I mean, again, there's not really any spoilers. Well, we gotta, we gotta but, break it up. But, we gotta, but, what are but, we without... Without structure? Structure. Mm. We're Young uh, Frankenstein. We're, no, too much structure. <laughs> too much structure is a problem. Yeah, fair. Uh, so yeah, if you have not seen this movie, um, I recommend it. I still like this one. I, I I think it's not one of his, not one of his best. Blazing Saddles is definitely his best. I think that's the gold standard. I don't think he reached it with uh, any of these other parody movies. But I still enjoy this one. I think I think this one. What I appreciate about it. Is it also, it's, it's like, there's a technical craft to it. Yes. That's missing yeah. from a lot of comedy movies where it's like, you know, he's he's studied the techniques used in these mm-hmm. old horror films uh, and he's applying them. And they're not necessarily jokes. It's just about having a movie that has that authentic feeling to it. And that's what saves jokes. it from being totally unrecommendable to me. Where they're like, there is, there is, there's, there's craft and there's good jokes. It's just a lot of it's like okay. That no, that's fair. I, I just feel like Mel Brooks is so full of himself. <laughs> but yeah. you get what I mean. Well, he's like the Ed Norton of the series. <laughs> like he's like, oh god. I can do this movie, and I'm going to do it exactly like the old horror movies. Yeah, I can play a guy with Tourette's. I'm good. I can do it. Oh, we're talking about Ed Norton Yeah, Ed Norton. I forgot about that new movie he's coming out with. Yeah. And it's like, maybe don't. (laughs) Have you ever considered? You you thought so much about whether or not you could. You know, something about whether or not, whether you should or not. Maybe do that. (laughs) That's the quote. (laughs) I'm, again, I'm... I just get that impression from him a little bit, That's especially from the end of Blazing Saddles, where he just goes completely off the rails. Like yeah. in his mind, this was the most hilarious joke ever. But it's like you watch it, and you're like, okay, yeah. Okay. I mean, that's, but, that's most comedians, though. Yeah, that's fair. Have comedies that have taken off of Mel Brooks ruined Mel Brooks? Also, a good question. What do you mean by comedies? Because I've like, seen comedies obviously influenced by his work. And yeah. then it, it just feel like I've seen these jokes before. Maybe that's the problem. I don't know. Could be. That's why you have to watch when I was kids. And that's the other thing. I'm like, I recommend it. Mm-hmm. 
and I hesitate to say I recommend showing your kid this. <laughs> because there are some scenes. I'm like, ooh, that wouldn't fly today. <laughs> you know? Like, I mean, yeah. yeah um, that's in most of Mel Brooks's movies. Yeah. Even Blazing Saddles. Yeah. There's, uh, yeah. It, but I mean, yeah. That's, but, and at the same time, it's it, like, you turned out all right. I hope so. I, I don't know. <laughs> Rents to be seen. <laughs> I um, do have a podcast. <laughs> you, are, you are a 20-something white guy with a podcast. So, you're just like everyone else is what I'm saying. So, you turned out all right. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. So, is that a, is that a recommend then? Like, a, a recommend with a caveat? If you are an adult who has never seen it before... Maybe. Give it a shot. If you have a kid who's like 14, 13 or 14, yeah. show them the movie. I bet they'll love it. I have no idea how old I was when I first saw this movie. Um, I think I think the thing is, like, because I'm, like, the fourth out of five children, I saw a lot of movies, because it was, like, family movie, mm-hmm. but, like, the oldest kids are, like, old enough to watch some of these movies, right. and it's like, well, we don't want to just, like, throw the little kids in, like, a side room with a little, you know... Door the Explorer. Door yeah, never watched Door as a kid, I don't think it was out at our time, but, yeah. It was. It's was it? Yeah, it was. was. it really? Yes. What... <laughs> When did Dora the Explorer start? We've we're, we've talked. All right, this is this is it. We're looking this up. You lead us into the spoilers, Aaron. <laughs> uh, so yeah, if you uh, have seen this film or just don't care, uh, we're going to talk about it now a little in depth with spoilers. I always say that too, and that one's a lie. We never talk about movies in depth. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes it has to be the right movie, and it has to catch us on the right night. Yeah, and there there are certainly some movies on this list that I think are definitely gonna warrant uh, stronger discussions but again these comedies it's kind of just like well what do you, what do you say at a certain we point? were three when it started so maybe a little late oh wow i did i guess i didn't realize dora the explorer was that old i don't remember ever yeah. watching it as a my kid. sister watched it all the time so i was like right at that age where i'm like well i guess i'll watch this mm-hmm. that and max and ruby you've seen this max and ruby show i max the, the, is a little are they the rabbits? Yeah. I read the books. Okay. I didn't know they had, there was yeah, books. they had books. I don't know which ones came first. The the um. true the, the true dichotomy between our friendship. You seen this show? I read the books. <laughs> didn't know there were books. So there we go. We've wrapped it all up, yeah. Um, um so did spoilers. you have any spoiler thoughts that you wanted to get to? I just mostly kind of? wanted to talk about specific moments and, and characters yeah, go for and it. I said this when we watched Blazing Saddles. Yeah. I'll say it again now. Mm-hmm. I gotta figure out how to pronounce her name. Madeline Kahn, I believe is how you pronounce it. I, I don't think I knew back when we did Blazing Saddles. <laughs> Either way, she's a national treasure. She's amazing. Yeah? Yeah, she's great in this movie. Mm-hmm. She's probably the best part. She comes back and I'm like, movie's great again. <laughs> she just is like, she has this like real physicality to her when she's on screen like the scene near the end where she has her hair slucked back like the bride of frankenstein right and she's like just moving around the room and like like that's just so weird it's like it's a very um like oh gosh what's her name girl from ghostbusters which girl Mm, the one who licks the gun 
I don't remember this movie. It's <laughs> it's from, from, I guess. They the, spy and the spy try to kill. What? <laughs> <laughs> Data spy in the- Well, I don't know the name of the movie. This means war? No, 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 no. no, no. Uh, it's with a uh, girl from the yeah. show, but also not her. The other one. We shouldn't be allowed to have a podcast. You're talking about Kate McKinnon? There we go. Kate okay. McKinnon. You can tell Kate McKinnon, probably very influenced by Madeline Kine. Khan. I, I can't speak for Kate McKenna. No, I can't either, but they just have that same sort of, like, the way they move is just kind of wacky. You just kind of like it. Sure, yeah, yeah. She's got good comedic timing, too, and okay. I'm just like, Madeline Kahn, you're great. That scene at the beginning was so good. Not my hair. Oh, yeah, not yeah, my nails. Yeah. Not, like, that scene was good. <laughs> now, oh, before I knew that I would not like this movie very much, <laughs> that, that first gag where he just stabs himself in the leg and then yeah. just throws his leg over it is like... <laughs> That's good stuff, too. Um, yeah, I mean, Gene Wilder, obviously. Great. Yep. yep. Playing the straight man, but also has some moments where he really can contort his face and do some weird stuff. Right, right. Kind of the straight man for the comedy, but then also um, there's the whole succumbing to the madness of the uh, Frankenstein yeah. legacy and all that stuff. So, he, he, yeah, he gets his moments to act out. Definitely, definitely one of the highlights of the movie, I think... Uh, Maybe that's where the the Mel Brooks things start to fall off the rails is when uh, they worked well when it was uh, the combo, Mel Brooks and Gene Wilder oh, together. Yeah. And then once he was kind of like out of it, they were just like, well, you don't have someone holding us all together. Those are really the two highlights, yeah. honestly. I mean, but Gene Wilder is just so good in everything. He just has that real, like, he, he's a star, you know? Like, he's just one of those people you look at and you're like, I like looking at this guy. <laughs> he makes sure. me, make me laugh sometimes, you know? I, I guess. I don't know if that's how I would phrase it. I like looking at this guy. <laughs> I'm so tired, Aaron. <laughs> I slept on the couch for like 30 minutes before we started this movie and I'm like, I can't do this tonight. And Aaron's like, come on. And he peer pressured me into watching Young Frankenstein. And I did, yeah. And I watched it, and now we're doing the podcast directly after. Friends don't let friends do podcasts. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I think the movie is, is, is well served to... Um work as like a continuation of the story but also sort of a retelling in a way like that really helps it as far as being an introduction to the story too and just sort of giving you a different character look but also Mm -hmm. kind of the same it it works it works as much as you think it shouldn't yeah but something about it works and uh is that Peter Boyle yeah Peter Boyle oh yeah yeah yeah. he's got some good moments yeah yeah <clears throat> yeah, I th- I think yeah, like kind of like the idea that uh oh my god. What? Oh my god. Did you not realize that was that guy? No. <laughs> <laughs> I had no clue. That was the grandpa from Everybody Loves Raymond. Yeah. Everybody loves Raymond. I, <laughs> I honestly love Everybody Loves Raymond. 
I sure. He has one of the greatest moments in sitcom history. I don't know what you're referring to. They um have Thanksgiving at Raymond's house because Deborah, of course. Deborah. <laughs> <laughs> she wants to. You say this like I'm familiar with the characters and the dynamics. She wants the to. She wants to impress Raymond. Because this is the thing we've always. I've always said at least. I don't. Maybe someone else has said it. Uh, Everybody loves Raymond. Is my family. <laughs> my dad is Raymond. My mom is Deborah. And my grandparents. Are, the grandparents of the show are my grandparents. It's too similar. It's scary. But anyway, Deborah. Of course, she wants to impress. Raymond's family because they always have Thanksgiving at that house but she's like you know what I'm gonna do fish I'm gonna shake it up a little bit okay and um but the grandma makes a turkey instead yeah. too and brings it so tensions are everywhere it sounds Everyone's like, a, like yeah, it's a real situational upset. comedy yeah. yeah and of course Peter Boyle he, he starts choking and they're like oh my gosh and they're like give him CPR not CPR but whatever the Heimlich Maneuver Sammy National Hero <laughs> Shout out. Shout out to Sammy. <laughs> she's never going to listen to this. <laughs> but he, give him the Heimlich, and a piece of fish comes flying out. And then the grandma's like, I knew it. The fish, you're trying to kill him. And, like, freaks out and stuff. Okay. And then Deborah, like, freaks out and, like, runs. She's crying or whatever. Sure. And then it's all silent and tense. He's like, give me another piece of the fish. And it's great. <laughs> I lose it every time I watch it. I've I've known this joke my almost my entire life, but it's so funny. Just yeah. the, I gotta show you it after. I I'm so glad you explained it thoroughly before showing it to me. Then. Because you're not gonna think it's funny. So like I might as well do a bit on the podcast. I'm sure the podcast listeners were uh, real entertained by yeah. also that uh, two-minute long Have you seen this Everybody Loves Raymond? Uh, I've seen a few episodes. It's good. He's also in Scooby-Doo, too. Well, I've seen Scooby-Doo, too. I love Scooby-Doo. You ain't my tater tots. Is that his role he in says Scooby-Doo, that in too? Yeah. I, don't, I don't remember his role in Scooby-Doo, too. I just have seen the movie. You need to watch Scooby-Doo, too, more, my friend. Well, yeah, but that just, that just goes without saying. Mm-hmm. That's just a general uh, anyway, general statement. I don't know who he is in Santa Claus, but he's like I'm the Santa Claus. <laughs> yeah, he's the Santa Claus. He's Mr. Whittle. Do you think he's tiny? I don't. Can we get back to the get back to the movie? <laughs> We're not talking about the Santa Claus on this podcast. <laughs> Anyway, if you put the Santa Claus three on your uh, on your list, then it, we can I talk about it. it. <laughs> anyway, yeah, Young Frankenstein. Indeed, he was young. <laughs> he <laughs> was Frankenstein. <laughs> uh, Igor got some good moments. Gets a little overbearing. Yeah, little. I I think he's really great in the first half, and then yes. the second half you're just kind of like, okay, this is a little yeah. played out. I liked the, the, the charades scene. Yeah, kind of charades. Thing, yeah. yeah, that was good. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. This movie really falls apart in its third act. Like nothing is as funny. And there's a scene that's like super uncomfortable with Madeline Kahn. You're like, it's, and you're there's like a scene like this in every one of Mel Brooks movies, and you're like, buddy, do you know that this is pretty messed up? I mean, he probably doesn't, but, you know. <laughs> you couldn't get away with the things I used to do in film. 
I have no idea what Mel Brooks's current <laughs> attitude is now, so I'm gonna feel really bad if we're just you know crapping no, all yeah, over he, him. No, yeah, he was. But, um, the, but then not feel bad if he's you know. No, I mean he wasn't. They did. He did like an interview about Blazing Saddles, like two years ago now, where he was like, "You couldn't do the things I did back in then in those days." He's like, "Cinema's dead." So. Oh, okay. I, I guess I didn't read that interview. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure I got plenty of press. <laughs> it did, yeah. And I was like, I don't know these movies. <laughs> so, But now I do. Yeah. And I, I can be like, sir, that was, uh, maybe don't do that in your movie, your comedy. Especially don't play it for laughs. Mm. You gotta do the Colin Farrell chair turn around. Yeah. No? <laughs> listen. <laughs> Peter Boyle gets up on the chair. He's like, now listen to me here. We all know this is messed up, right? <laughs> Okay, continue the movie. I love all the Colin Farrell chair turn around. It's just become shorthand for us. Like, it's I, don't, shorthand. I don't think podcast listeners no, understand the, the reference is, we anymore. We never but... said it on the podcast. Did we not? <laughs> no. Did that we... not make it in? No, it's no. The thing is, we were talking about it in the car. We're just talking about uh, Dumbo because yeah. I guess that's what we do with our lives. <laughs> we just talk about Dumbo. And I'm like, do you think the crows are going to be in it? And Aaron's like, I doubt it. I'm like, but what if the crows are in it? And the film just freeze frames Colin Farrell comes out like not the character he's playing but Colin Farrell actually comes out takes a chair turns it around like Captain America and <laughs> he just goes listen we all know this was racist right and he's like as long as we're all on the same page it's like the scene's about to start and right. you're like uh oh and then he's like look we're not gonna do it we just need to take this moment to explain the history of racism in Disney's films. It's very long. Here we go. And they pulls down a screen and he's like, all right, so here we start with Dumbo. It's Sorry before that, but who cares about any movie before Dumbo? And we start with Dumbo and we move down to Atlantis? Sort of racist? I guess I haven't seen Atlantis in a while, sort but I, I believe it based on the concept then, alone. Yeah, exactly. Well, the concept alone is what made... Uh, anyway, yeah. he pulls back up, he's like, let's go, start the movie again. We'll see a sad clown. Clown, clown elephant. Clown elephant. Clown elephant? Do you see that tweet I sent you? I did see the tweet you sent me, yeah. <laughs> I see every every tweet you send me, You yeah. just never respond, so I don't know if you think they're funny or not. Some of them, the one got, the Cory in the house one, I was cracking up on that one, I just didn't know what to oh, say about it. <laughs> okay, yeah, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> anyway. Podcast listeners don't. So no. uh, once again, we're uh, we got a great uh, great episode for you guys. Um, I think I think people will love this. Yeah, sure. Well, <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I, I don't, I don't really think this is going to really be the breaking about. point for any listeners. Yeah, like, if, you're, <laughs> if you've gotten this far, you're like okay. If you're tuning in for the first time, you probably uh, left a long time ago. Yeah. Especially once I started uh, calling Mel Brooks the Jake Paul of the 70s. Yeah. Yeah. I obviously... It's, it's the quote from this movie. Do people not understand a joke? When he's, he's in the... In the yeah. He's in the cell. He's like, oh, God, Jesus, don't you people understand a joke? That's where I'm at right now. <laughs> Except, am I really joking? I... But was he really joking? Who? Multiple layers. I have, I don't know who you're referring to anymore. Gene. Okay. Oh, uh, I thought a really... There was... This is the thing. It, this movie goes too big too fast and then it has nowhere to go. Yeah. Okay. Because I agree with you, yeah. the guy who has his arm and he like throws it and he like 
yeah. like smokes and then he puts it in the water. Yeah. Like that's really funny, but they don't know what to do with it the whole rest of the movie. <laughs> I'm like, oh god, yeah, this is a movie. I do agree. I do think it's too long. I think you shave like twenty minutes off. You kind of just you know truncate the jokes towards the last act, and uh, mm-hmm. you got a much better movie. But yeah. and all of like the sex jokes are so juvenile. I'm just like, well, most sex jokes are fair. <laughs> well, it's fair. Like like the part at the end. Yeah. What did you get? Yeah. Yeah, I just, there's, there's just, it, it, it's the whole thing where I'm like, it's a whole thing with uh, Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Yeah. I think that movie might be ruined for me. Have you never seen that movie? No. Have you, I assume you've seen like all the, or you've like heard I've people heard, I've reference. Heard, dude, yeah. that's like, especially the school we went to, there were just certain movies that everyone quoted all the time. Yeah. And that movie was one of them. And so I know every bit to that movie. Yeah. And I, same with, like, a lot of Mel Brooks movies. Spaceballs, I had already mm-hmm. seen it, but, like, everyone quotes that movie, and I'm like, it's not that funny. Do people still quote Spaceballs? They did in high school. Did they? Certain people. I have no idea who you're referring to. We don't, don't need to. We don't need to bring it up. I don't know if I remember who was quoting Spaceballs all around but high school. It's like, oh, I'm, I'm sure people quoted Young Frankenstein. I just didn't get the reference. Yeah, so, maybe. I don't know. I, I feel like this isn't one of the more popular. I I feel like even though it's like, it's more acclaimed than like Spaceballs and, and such. I don't think it's uh, mm-hmm. been like one of the more popular ones. Probably because Spaceballs, you know, it's like Star Wars yeah. is still a relevant property. This is parodying movies from the thirties. Let's well, Frankenstein. Frankenstein's so popular. Well, you remember of. that movie that Max Landis made like three years ago? <laughs> We don't need to talk about Max Landis Aaron, on this podcast. why will people not support original cinema? I had no idea where you were going with that <laughs> sentence. <laughs> original cinema, Aaron. Come on. It, it's like nobody supports Frankenstein, which is something I created myself. I didn't have any help. I made this. Yeah. I made this. Yeah, I'm. I gotta move on not, before I say not, something. Yeah, not the worst thing, Max. <laughs> I have to cut something. No, so obviously not. <laughs> I was just gonna say something that I would have to cut, so I'm not going well, to. Well, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of things. I was gonna a say lot of words reserved for Max guy. Landis that can't be said on this exactly. podcast. Yeah. Um, where was I going? Oh yeah. I don't know. So Young Frankenstein, <laughs> but Young Frankenstein. If you didn't know, was nominated for an Academy Award for Best Screenplay. But you didn't know that no, because I didn't. you probably didn't ever think they would. <laughs> well, that was when they uh, still liked comedy. I mean, so. it lost to uh, The Godfather Part Two, I believe. Well, uh, okay. so it's kind of like that's kind of like a really like yeah wide range. Of, like, they were like, "What are these nominees?" We know what's getting them. Come on, let's let's uh, let's get on. Let's but, see. I gotta add it to Gateway to Cinema Ranked. But yeah, I don't. I don't really know. The last time a pure comedy has been nominated for an Academy Award, screenplay, or even really Best Picture thing, like pure comedy. Yeah, I'm like as much as you know, one can define a pure genre. I don't know. I yeah, I honestly can't even think of. I mean, like the favorite is obviously a comedy, but it's not. 
it's got dra- drama elements as well. Right, and the period piece and mm-hmm. the Oscars. Love that. So yeah. So. All right. Well, let's see. Where where are we gonna rank this, Aaron? I am. I got pull up my list. If you have it up, you gotta mm-hmm. you gotta go first. Got up. Um. Let's see. Oh man. Oh man. <laughs> oh gosh. Uh, hey ho ho hey yo. All right. Forty ninth behind the town ahead of rubber. Hmm. I, uh, looking at my list, I think there's going to be some rearranging. Yeah, oh, definitely. Um, the fact that the town is uh, above rubber is honestly a little <laughs> confusing to me. <laughs> but I think I'm going to put this uh, 52nd. Uh, mm-hmm. So okay. after Evil Dead 2 and Ahead of Frank. I think Frank is also like a comedy that kind of like loses steam at the third yeah, act. Definitely. So that's why I'm going to that's why I'm gonna really place it there. And it's going to be the same for the the. the Great ways to cinema combination list because <laughs> again both of both of, both of your movies we watched so far are on the bottom of that ranking. Wow! wow. But uh, yeah, uh, plugging that podcast. Uh, if you didn't hear or didn't see yeah. that we have that spinoff going, where uh, Lacey made a list of a hundred movies for me to watch, and it's uh, <laughs> sure something. It's sure something. I gotta find 31 Days of Halloween. Rank it. There we go. Rank it in there. Oh, yeah. Nope, yeah, yeah. that's not the ranking. I'm like, why is Buckout Road that high? <laughs> real, I guess I uh, must have loved it. Buckout Road. <laughs> um, You're gonna put it behind the Adams family. Yeah. I'm gonna hate this. <laughs> <laughs> um, I. It, it's. <laughs> Don't do this to me. <laughs> it's no, it's a better made movie than the Adams Family, so it would be seventh behind the Blob, ahead of Adams Family. Okay, sure. I I'll I'll take it. That's probably about the best uh, yeah. we we're gonna get from that. Plugging that to Thirty One Days of Halloween. Uh, Lacey's working on that list. Yeah. Successful um, so far in uh, watching one movie every day of October. Yeah, although today was very difficult. Yeah, I didn't think today was going to happen, but I'm glad it did. That's what I'm here for, dude. Peer pressure. You. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> movie, movie, movie. That's he a, did that. That's exactly how I did it, yeah. <laughs> My uh, peer pressuring skills are... Uh, <laughs> Ported I, I, straight from grade school. <laughs> they have not gotten never, any They didn't have a chance to develop past then because people stopped listening to me mm. after a certain point. And that's say. why I started a podcast, you know? <laughs> so they'd have to listen to me. And then no one listened to my podcast. Let's never say and- that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not invoke anything Joker-related ever. <laughs> um, this, this movie's a plague on this podcast. <laughs> I was thinking, of, I was thinking of Joker during Young Frank. I don't remember the exact quote. During what? During Young Frankenstein. Oh. The one scene in Young Frankenstein when they're on the stage and he's like, "For the sake of safety, like, don't laugh at him or something." Like that. I don't remember what the quote was. Now, don't make fun of him. I don't remember what the quote was, but I was just like, "Someone's gonna like take that clip and just be like, yo, Joker, 2019 director Todd Phillips." This movie's too well shot to be. I'm just, I haven't even film. seen Joker. I'm being so inflammatory tonight. I'm sorry. I'm just so tired. I'm like, we live in a society. I'm, I'm so sorry. We can't do this podcast. 
We can't. Anytime you're talking about Joker on a podcast, that's <laughs> when you have to stop. That's when you have to end it. That's when you have to end. What's our next one? A next film? Mm-hmm. Uh, Army of Darkness. Yes. Because uh, Zombieland 2 is coming out, so in the spirit of that, we're going to watch Army of Darkness next week and uh, cap off the uh, Evil Dead trilogy. Yeah. Watch 20 a year for the past three years. Yeah. Gonna have to watch Evil Dead remake next year. Yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah. It's got uh, Jane Levy in it. Yeah. So I like Jane Levy. Alright, and I hope you like Army of Darkness, because I, hope so I really love that one. Uh, so, hopefully it's a little more successful than Young Frankenstein for you. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. I, I feel like... There are, like... Maybe it's only comedy. Comedies we just don't agree on, I think, for the most part. For the most part. Like, I mean, there's like, some we have, we have, like, we have like Hot Rod. Yes. And, yeah. But I'm like, I love every Seth Rogen movie. <laughs> and you're like, okay. <laughs> it could also just be that I don't watch a lot of comedies, so I have less <laughs> ones to compare it to. Yeah. Well, um, we were just talking about... Um, the movie that you're like, why is everyone thinking this movie is the second coming now? What were we just oh, talking forgetting about? Oh, Sarah Marshall. Sarah Marshall, and I love that movie. I think it's fine. I just didn't realize people thought it was a masterpiece. <laughs> it, I don't know if masterpiece. <laughs> that's what that's what it sounds like. I but I honestly I laugh through that entire movie. Yeah. So. And I like Nacho Libre, and yeah, I will never you like don't Nacho understand uh, cinema. <laughs> you just don't get horror. Movies. You just don't get. <laughs> We have too many inside jokes on this. We need to podcast more so these people understand what our stupid jokes are. I don't know. Anyway, yeah, let's wrap this up. Yeah, this is way longer than we go for like any other whole no. comedy movie. Oh, comedy? Yeah, I was going to say the, uh, the American Psycho is like an hour, even. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know that. I know we usually. I think we've talked about more things about a movie in this than we did American Psycho. Yeah, yeah. I was too too frustrated to talk about American yeah. Psycho. Um, and now you're bringing up Jake Paul and Max Landis on this one, so I don't... I Like I said, yeah, yeah, it's I'm gonna be less angry. <laughs> let's, just, let's just end this. Let's just end this. Uh, yeah, next week, talking about Army of Darkness. Um, if you want to find us around the web, you can find uh, Lacey at Jake underscore Lace on Twitter. You can find him on Tumblr at Jake Lace, and you can find him on Letterboxd. Uh, if you want to find me around the web, you can find me at Honest Opinion on Twitter, uh, myhonestopinion.com, uh, and also on Letterboxd. Uh, and if you want to find David from the main podcast, uh, he's on Twitter at dbex15. Two S's. Two S's. If you want to find the Just... podcast around the web, it's at RebootRDOn on Twitter, RebootRDOnDerWay on Facebook. Give us a like. Check us uh, on uh, SoundCloud and iTunes. Um, leave us a good review if you like what we say. Uh, and yeah, that's about it. This has been Young Frankenstein. Um, <laughs> this is the movie. This is the movie. <laughs> this, this is, is the- this is our commentary track to the movie. We filmed this while watching the movie. Yeah, yeah, and like the movie, it's gone on way too long. Let's not do that. Let's absolutely not. We shouldn't even have a podcast to begin (laughs) with. We've established this. So, uh, yeah, until next time, don't think it. Don't say it. Bye-bye, man.